You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, Eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. Warning, this podcast contains spoilers for Seeker Invasion Episode 6 the series finale, and you're not going to want to be spoiled. And I'm Rosie Knight. And welcome to X-Ray Vision, the Crooked Media Podcast, where we dive deep into your favorite shows, movies, comics, and pop culture. In this episode, in the airlock, we're digging into Secret Invasion. Episode 6, we made it, guys! (laughs) Can you believe it? We've reached the finale. The finale is here. The finale is over. So we're going to talk about it. We have endured the finale. (laughs) We have endured and we have survived. And in Nerd Out, a theory on the possible MCU connections spinning out of Secret Invasion. Coming up next, Secret Invasion, Episode 6. We're stepping out of the airlock for the finale of Secret Invasion, Episode 6, Home, directed by Ali Salim, written by Kyle Bradstreet and Brian Tucker. And we open with Vara leaving the shootout, I think, from the previous episode. Uh, there, there is scrawl blood all over the place, and she's got her little uh, gun-toting backpack, and she's leaving, and she gets a call from her legal husband, Nick Fury. <gasps> Nicholas Fury. And he says, hey, I'm going away shortly. Why okay. is he like this every know. time? Also, I, apparently he never calls her. That's why she answered the phone. She's like, this must be serious. She's like, oh, I guess he's going to space again. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, did they unintentionally reference I Will Survive? Is this like all... <laughs> An unintentional uh, reference to the lyrics of I Will Survive. Anyway, so he says, yes, I'm going to space. And Vera's like, no, you should uh, you should stick around. And he's like, no. Okay. At New Scrollos, a car rolls up to the gate. The guards are like, stop. The guards who are scrolls who are disguised as humans, as Russians. Uh, this car doesn't stop, so they open fire on it. They just perforate this car. And then they walk up to it. There's no one in the car. And then all of a sudden, two other gunshots ring out. And now the... Scroll guards are dead. Who is it? It's Nick Fury. Back on his, I'm a super spy shit, and I'm not washed anymore. He's yeah. ready. He's he's ready to trick them with the old empty car trick. And then cut to the credits after that shocking reveal. At President Ritson's bedside, where again, a shocking, Nobody is there. A shocking paucity of anybody Please, around the American president. You will never hear me asking for the Secret Service to be in attendance. But in this case, where is the where Secret is the Service? Where is the entire cabinet? Like, it feels like... Where's his wife be, or his children or anyone in his life? We should at least be video linked to, like, the, the Joint Chiefs yeah, or something. Because something. Scrody is 
here. And he's just like, hey, I know you're going through it right now. You're probably dealing with like a concussion. Post-traumatic like, stress disorder. A shock of like almost dying. But you need to attack Russia and you need to attack this Russian base where the scrolls are. And you need to do it now. Also, wasn't that the plot of the last episode? Like, this seems like it's slightly it. it's reductive, but also I want to know why the president would just still be absolutely buying into he's this. On like, the, he's on the fence about it. It's like, on the one hand, the missile launching like ships and subs <laughs> are on the way. They're ready. On the other hand, he's really like, I don't know. It kind of means World War III. Mm. Some admiral is like, I don't know. Maybe we should just kind of wait and mm-hmm. see. And Scrody's like, no. <laughs> don't want, you don't need to do that. I'm, I'm, I'm his number one most trusted on. advisor. I'm the only. I was in the Avengers. His his aunt didn't show up when he got shot and then they assassinate him. There hasn't been a, any kind of world fallout from him being assassinated. I, but guess who's here? Rhodey. And let me just talk about my Rhodey bona fides. Uh, Iron Man 2 and 3. Um, heard of me? Heard of it? How about that big fight at the at the uh, German airport in Captain American Civil War? I was very very important in that moment, and I did get paralyzed, or is severely injured. Talk more about that later. I was there in Wakanda in Infinity War. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And then I came back uh, after the blip. And the MCU president that we've never seen before. Of course, he's like, oh, that's true. All of that happened. I was definitely there and aware of it. So let's nuke Russia. Then uh, he's like, and just to prove my point, here's satellite imagery showing Russians moving into either defensive or offensive positions, one or both or whatever. Scrody then hands the president a speech that he's written himself. What is going on here? Did he drug the <laughs> president? Like, you know, just read this shit. The scrolls have like a hypnotic tendency that they can use here. I feel like the president is just going along with it. We should ask our founders if you can just walk up to the president and, and be like, say, can you read this Can you speech? just read this into cameras? <laughs> It's going to be all over the world, sir. I made sure it had lots of good rhymes. Meanwhile, Fury is making his way into the uh, new Skrullos base, and he's finding uh, just Skrulls dead everywhere for reasons that we're not sure about. Okay, is this, are they the dead Skrulls from Gravik's little fight? Also, this will be a recurring theme in this episode conversation, but like, what? Is the how can Fury not be impacted by the nuclear radiation that is apparently a no, thousand times higher? He's taking than, massive doses and he's like coughing. He, and stuff. Oh yeah, he's like oh yeah, but that's like that will kill you for a long time. I've got, I've got a lot of questions about the radiation yes. coming up later, but he is taking damage from the intense radiation of this now defunct uh, nuclear reactor that it, we are led to surmise is probably mm-hmm. Chernobyl. Um, and there are a lot of dead scrolls around, possibly, I guess, killed by Gravik in his ire that anyone would ever question him. Where's Gravik? Uh, Gravik is over by his super scroll machine. That's where Fury finds him. Fury's like gobbling anti-radiation pills and Gravik's like, ha you don't need that. How about a drink? And Fury's <laughs> like, okay, I'll have a whiskey. Like, it's dead. Yeah, work. I'm doing good. I'm yeah. doing good. Um, Gravik is like, hey, you just came here by yourself. Like, where are the Avengers? What are you doing, bro? Like, what up? And uh, Gravik talks about his human form. He's like, this is the, you never asked me about this person. Mm-hmm. This is the first human life I took. I took him on your orders. He had a life, he had a wife and a family and I killed him. And every time I killed people for you, like it took a part of my soul. And I think that was, that's actually something that yes. Fury needs to hear. And this is like, this moment 
Because Kingsley Benadire is also like a really, really great actor. He's wonderful. If you've seen him in other he's things, he's doing. He's all doing he the can. most. He's doing the most with this script. But like, this was especially a moment where I was like, "Oh man, if this had been part of the first episode, and it's about the fact that Fury essentially." Use, they're using a lot of political analogies here yeah. about the people that America have trained to yeah. kill who then come back and become, you know, terrorists uh, as they're perceived with the, by the American state. Like, so there's a lot of real life analogs here that I don't think they give enough depth to. But this is one of those moments where I was like, oh, this could have been what the show is about. Like yeah, when he's saying this, cool. he literally took on the form of the first person Fury made him assassinate when he was very young because he realized that person had a life and a family and Fury asked him to kill him. That's so interesting. And it's literally like 30 Fury seconds. Was, he says something really interesting, which is you pimped us, Fury, you know, essentially saying, hey, you promised us a homeland and then you used us to commit various espionage activities, including murder. And then when you didn't need us, you just kind of like fobbed us off on everybody else. So Gravik says, here's what I'm going to do because I'm extremely angry at you. And he is pissed. He is so mad. He sells this. He is like so irate. He really does. Everybody is acting their ass off in this. They know it's the finale. Even if we might not know from watching it, they know. They're they're giving it their rule. I'm going to kill you, Nick Fury, and then I'm going to genocide the entire human race. So just like be tortured by that knowledge because I'm mm-hmm. so, so bad. Fury uh, then admits, hey, listen, that's on me. It was my bad. I didn't get you guys a home world. My bad. I'll take the L <laughs> on that one. Um, but I know people are tired of hearing me say this with the blip. was very disruptive. It messed me up. And also, look at this. And then he takes out a little vial of the DNA, the harvest DNA, which... We're about to find out is everybody. It's not just the Avengers. It's this is like every power person is every in the MCU. Th- all 300 people or whoever yes. who showed up in Endgame and came through a portal yes. on both the good side and the bad side, they are included in the tiny harvest inning. I don't know how that works. I'm not a scientist, but I that's apparently what it is. Little, with a little like a Q tip. With, with Q tips. And then they put it all at, yeah. in the bottle and they were like, oh, this will, this will turn me into a super soldier. So Fury is like, here's my deal. You take this vial of DNA mm-hmm. and just leave Earth. Yep. Okay? Like, here's, you wanted this, now get out of here. Call off the attacks and vacate Earth. While this is going on, someone is taking out all the Secret Service guys around Ritson with little sleep darts. <laughs> of course. Despite, and no one can find him. Nobody can see where the guy is. There are probably cameras in the hospital. Nobody can see the, it's There's just no- like, the the darts come have, out of shadows and then have, look and there's no one there. Have you ever been in a city, right, like, where where just hallways where a politician comes to your city? It happens. It happened in Long Beach when yeah. I lived there. They shut down your whole city just for a politician who's like walking up to a podium to talk for ten minutes. Let alone if the president was. An attempted assassination, yes, come on. and then in hospital, they mile, close down the block. They close a mile and around. Some mysterious person is just out here shooting some bup, 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 darts, like they're in Jumanji or something. <laughs> like I don't know. It is a shockingly bad security in the MCU. I will say this. No, I won't say it because WJ's on strike, so I'm not going to pitch any good ideas. But this should be talked about in the future. This is a I, good, the, funny retcon that you can talk about in the future. Ritson uh, is really shaken up by the fact that all those guys are getting slept all around him. And he's like, to his Secret Service guy, like, give me your gun. 
what's the Secret Service guy going to use? Yeah. And then but this lets you know that Ritson is, has been, whatever his mental state pre the attacks, he's clearly like unhinged now. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's deranged. Like, yeah, give me the gun. I'll do, I'm concussed. I'm in a hospital bed. You're a trained Secret Service agent. Yeah. I think I may do better than you. Anyway, uh, soon after, Sonia, who oh, is thank just, God she's here take Scrody prisoner because I guess she was behind a door. She literally was just hiding behind a door. And as she pointed out to him, you didn't even check behind the door. Well, you she, really are a scroll. Well, th- that was interesting because I guess is the, should we take from that that scrolls just never check behind things? <laughs> like, is that, is like a cultural scroll? I love They this. just like don't. I like the implication here <laughs> that like, that's just, they, scrolls are just inherently trusting of like, Lim- the liminal space they're, behind yeah, they're the like door. Materialists. I think the idea is, as we will talk about more later, I think what they're trying to imply here is like, whoever this scroll is, they haven't been roadie for very long. So they don't have that like, they don't have the immediate right. suspicion and so paranoia. Is, and that, like the things that you would have to do if you were around like, the president. It's like Timothy Dalton's run as 007. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Just he's, got he here. just got there. He just got there, you know? And so I think that she's like, Wow, the fact you didn't even check, that just proved, if I didn't know you were a scroll before, I, I know you're one now. Here's, and that's lucky for you because your finger's not going to get chopped what off. What if it's this? What if it's, so the scrolls spend some large portion of their lives like in disguise, right? Yeah. Even when they're not on earth disguised, like clearly they have this power, they use it, mm-hmm. like natural selection would uh, imply that they need this for a reason, right? Yeah. So they don't understand hiding with objects, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. they just hide like all the time. They don't in need, plain oh, sight. That's actually pretty. So good. they don't understand how to use, <laughs> how yeah, to yeah, use yeah. the landscape. They don't usually need to hide because they just hide by taking on a that's different person. Fury could just like roll a car towards a gate and then be standing behind a tree and then come out and shoot two trained scroll warriors. It was weird how like they were just so unprepared for that, but I suppose that's just narrative. I ease. hope that's what it is. The I scrolls like are that. just again I'm the worst say, in the galaxy look, at hide and seek. We took oh my God. Yeah, I would also watch that what if short. Like what if the scrolls had to play hide and seek for the fate of the universe and they're just terrible <laughs> at it. But also I will say that I think as much as I believe that this finale is a similar quality to the rest of the show, as to say, not the best offering of the MCU. I do think in the culture of comics, and we've talked about this a lot, one of the best things is when you make a comic or when you make a comic book TV show, or even when you join a long-running TV show Mm -hmm. or a shared universe, you're essentially collaborating with the people who came before. And there is a lot of fun seeds here that could be expanded on. Like I think a lot about how when we we interviewed Jessica Gao about She-Hulk, and she talked about that gag where they were just like, oh, the Sokovia Accords don't exist anymore. Yeah. That felt like such a huge reveal, but that was just something that she like pitched to Kevin Feige. And I think that there's a lot of stuff here that while we're kind of coming at it with these outrageous questions in our mind, because there is a lot of really silly stuff going on, you could have a lot of fun I- building on those like I, choices. I completely agree. And I think, you know, one of the strengths of the MCU and in comics in general mm-hmm. is for that exact thing, the ability to go back and go, there's a thing that's weird or yeah, yeah. dumb or maybe didn't co- quite work. How can I come up with something to make that work and make that cool and yeah. make that weird and interesting? Um, you know, we were just talking beforehand about how Thor the Dark World was for its time, like probably the yeah, worst most MCU maligned, movie, most yeah. maligned MCU movie. And then it became weirdly 
one of the most important. Yeah, in and terms also of lore. people I, I got a cult following. Yeah, and I have seen people online. There have been articles by people who think this is actually a really good show, and they love the change of pace. So it's going to find that cult following as these things always do. <laughs> and I do think a lot of these things that in the context of the show didn't land yeah. could be really interesting and fun to expand on in the future. X-Ray Vision will be back. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, Eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. And we're back. Uh, Gravik then puts the DNA in the little loader of his machine. <laughs> and then we see, like, all the names come up on the screen and it's legit everybody. Cap- yeah. Thor. Winter Soldier. Uh, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Stephen Strange. Korg. Like, it's like every- everyone. Even everybody. the people that you don't care about. The the ice giants. From yes, Lo- like, Lafayette. Like, Malfay and all They're that. They're just random as guardians. Like, everybody is in there. So Gravik powers up the machine with Fury like dying of radiation poisoning inside of I it. guess he thought that it would kill him because he's a human. He's a human. Yeah, it was I like guess. Star Trek 2 kind of Yeah, 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 yeah. Thing. Um, so then uh, it, it turns off and then Super Gravik is now like a super duper scroll. He was already, he already had like the beta version of four different powers. Now he has like, I don't know, three dozen At powers. least, like, yeah. you know. And he starts beating Fury's ass. And he just gets really hench, which is really funny. He's just, <laughs> I think they wanted they wanted that more like, like he is just a super scroll. He's just a really buff scroll. And he's not just like beating Fury. And you're like, oh dear, RIP to Nick Fury. But there's a surprise. Then all of a sudden Fury catches the fist. And guess what? It's Gaia who, because she remained in the machine, Got like fifty percent of the super At least scroll. Maybe energy. all of them. Yeah, she so got a lot of powers. She already had the four powers, but now she has the more powers. So we get uh, the big ass fight now. She starts it with Nick Fury having a Hulk arm, which is like one of the funniest things that's ever happened in the MCU, and will definitely become like a hilarious meme before she's revealed to be Gaia. And just in the first like fifteen seconds of this fight, you get. Uh, uh, ghosts teleportation powers from Ant-Man and the Wasp, Abomination, mm-hmm. uh, Korg, a Frost Giant, on and on and on. They're just battling it out back at the hospital. Fury, um, real Fury, real Fury. Now we understand is out Scrody to the president. Is like that guy's a scroll. I know he looks like Rhodes, but it's not Rhodes. And also, lots of high-ranking politicians all around the globe. They're scrolls. And then he put, he's like, hey, and by the way, President Ritson 
if you nuke New Skrullos, all the real versions of those very important people are going to die because that's where they keep them on ice. And that means also James Rhodes, <gasps> War Machine, Rhodey will be killed because all this, they're all there. Scrody, meanwhile, is like, no, what are you fucking talking about? I'm a man? human, bro. Yeah, I love talking? being human. What? It's so great. This guy's crazy, man. Stay, like, stay the course, Prez. Like, let's just do it. Let's, <laughs> let's just do it. a nuke. It will Fuck be really it, man. fun, yeah. man. We haven't we been through so much together. Just, like, do it, dude. Just forget all that stuff and let's do it. Um, then we get more powers. We go back to the fight. We Ebony Maw. There's some good Ebony Maw action here, which I think, again, is just, like, straight up the assets right from exactly War. exactly it has to be uh captain marvel there's a extended captain marvel sequence then gaia uses mantis's uh empathy powers to put gravik to sleep and uh eventually she punches a hole in his guts with uh, her captain marvel strength which i mean she's you could make a very very easy argument that she's now the most powerful person i have seen theater. many people saying that i i agree to a point but also, I'm like, I hope they don't go that route because it would just be like well, we need to find out what the very limits silly. of this thing. Exactly. Yeah. And like, what if you use someone else's powers against them? Yeah. Like, the MCU hasn't necessarily been, had a great record of adapting powers like that because like yeah. Taskmaster is one of the coolest Marvel Comics characters and the version they did wasn't necessarily extremely accurate to the impact of Taskmaster in the comics. So I'll be interested to see. But for now, she's definitely the most powerful person in the show. And to be to be fair to the show, Marvel has also never really given us like the limits of scroll power. Like Oh no no no. Like, I mean even this is the how funniest long can thing. they keep this up? Like also the, you... from the very earliest episode in the Discord online, between ourselves on the show this, I think one of the biggest problems the show has struggled with is they have not set out any kind of rules about yeah, like so, how yeah. how do the scrolls' powers work? How are they not already ruling the earth if they have these limitless powers? How long have the scrolls had the powers? How long have they had those humans in there? We will get to this. But as Nikesh, who came on the podcast yeah. to talk about Spider-Man India, pointed out in a text to me when I woke up this morning. How does everybody who's in New Skrullos who's a human not have horrible radiation poisoning and have already died? Okay, let's get to put put a pin in that because we're about to talk on, about mm-hmm. that. So, um, back at the hospital, Fury shoots Scrody and he turns into a fucking Skrull and Ritson's like, oh shit. He really was a Skrull! Oh my god, call off the nukes. Gaia, back in New Skrullos, goes down to free the prisoners and to your point, they've all been down there for months, weeks, years. Shouldn't they all be, be like, dead? Be fucking like ghouls. They from would the be Fallout ghouls. games, yeah. Taking massive amounts of radiation over time, just like absorbing radiation. Bro, I have read Raymond Briggs' iconic comic book, When the Wind Blows. I have seen that disturbing ass cartoon movie. It's iconic. I will tell you this for free. There's no way they're surviving down there, <laughs> even for like three days. Like, this doesn't make any sense. And also, I wonder if narratively you'll be like, well, the scrolls have a way of keeping them alive. I think that we're going to get that. So, well, thank you God the scrolls had the, the best radiation insulation technology. technology well, that would change the whole course yeah, of the yeah, world. Yeah. So I hope that we get a fallout from that. No, pun intended. So uh, we see some, among the notables are uh, colonizer Everett Ross. Oh, I was really CIA. hoping he was dead. <laughs> I didn't and need him to come Rhodey, back. And we learn that Rhodey is has apparently been down there for what is termed a long time. A long time. time. What does that mean? I'll say this. 
everybody else when they get up is they're shaky, you know. Yeah. But they they have no problem. He is still like limping. I wonder if it's like post Civil War. Whoa. Like in the wake of Civil War, they got him. That's crazy. <laughs> And they just had to keep replacing different people. Like, yeah, with, and that with... scroll was probably too messed up to yeah, continue yeah, yeah. in the role, so they got Whoa. Timothy Dalton. <laughs> um, yeah, there's going to be a lot of questions coming out of this about the reality. And I guess they set it up with the end that you could potentially end up in a situation where it was like, oh, the scrolls, you know, we're going to do a hearing on the scrolls. Yeah, so we, we can say, like, who, who, how long were you in there? The, the, the scroll, new scroll us for like Rhodey, who was wearing those fancy Iron Man pants that Tony Stark wore for you? Like, was it you? Like, was it a scroll? Do scrolls have that technology? And is that then going to be the source of conflict in Armor Wars, which we've always been wondering uh, how they were going to do it? I I would hope they go for a more back to basics vibe for Armor Wars because one of my favorite comic arcs of all yeah, time, same. and I don't think it needs the the secret invasion touch but I'm very interested because it seems like Rhodey is the one who's most like what the fuck's going on I would imagine I mean I, who knows what they'll do but I think a kind of cool effect of this would be that Rhodey's career is probably fucked because people are <laughs> going to be like well yes you were being impersonated by a scroll but now nobody trusts him you know like well yeah so this in a way <sighs> this is actually the closest that we've gotten to real secret invasion yeah. is like now people know this is going to happen because, as we will get to in a minute, Ritson is an unhinged maniac. <laughs> Ritson, like, Ritson is eating red meat, he's folks. He's gone wild. And he is, like, obviously going to start this kind of secret invasion, Fallout, Star War, where yeah. it's like, you can't trust anyone. Rhodey was a scroll. Everyone was a scroll. So that could be the Fallout we get that's much closer to the comics yes. that, you know, than this. So Ritson uh, makes a speech in his hospital room and uh, not clear if it's the one that Scrody wrote for him or if he put edits on it. I think, he, I he think he's going himself, off the dome. I think it's like he's just freestyling. It's a cipher from President <laughs> Ritson. And he's got some bangers in there. He says uh, something to the effect of, we know how to find you. We will hunt every last one of you down and we will kill every last one of you. Amer imagine the American president going on television and just saying flat out, we're going to kill you all. Yeah, it's one of the most bonkers things because especially something we've been talking about is like, it doesn't really feel like there's been a good scope in this show shown of like how people would react to another alien invasion post the Chitari. You feel like it would be like a global news frenzy, yeah. but this has been incredibly interior. So now not only is it like he's going on and he's not like my fellow Americans, my fellow like Americans. I'm here to tell you of a shape-shifting yeah. alien threat, but we also have allies within this community. He's like, bro, there's aliens. He's Am like, I going to kill them? Every like, alien. It doesn't matter if you're a scroll. doesn't matter if you're Chitari. doesn't matter if you're Captain Marvel. doesn't matter if you're Kree. Like, you're getting killed. No, he's like, he's like, they came for me. And that's it. They they fucked up because I'm still alive. So fuck every around and find out, out. Fuck around and find out. Every scroll out there, what are you gonna do when you go to sleep and I'm still trying to murder you? You better sleep <laughs> with one eye open because President Ritson is coming. Mm -hmm. um, Fury uh, finally apologizes to his wife Vara for years and years and years and years of not calling, of not hanging out, of basically neglecting her. And he basically admits in a kind of very, very roundabout way that he loves her for who she is, not the, not the disguise she puts on. Sonia, 
uh, recruits Gaia to whatever SIS, her new organization. You want to know, I have to say, I did think this was missing. This is one of those moments where I feel like they kind of, they forget what makes people excited about the MCU because she essentially, it looks like, I guess they shake hands, but it looks like she's almost handing her a card. And I was like, oh, is it going to say like, MI3? Like, is it going to be like a connection to this organization? But it's more of just like an acknowledged, like, okay. Yeah. And I did like, of course, Olivia Coleman has been the highlight of this show to me. And yes. I kind of liked the moment where she said, like, let's not mess up like your father and Fury did and make it about friendship and love. Like, yeah, let's just use each other. It's a job. And I'm going to use yeah. you and you're going to use me. And hopefully that will end with us being in a situation where our people are safe. And I thought that was a good character moment. But I feel like, again, in the old days, you would have got like a shield card or something. You know, I feel like there was something missing there to tell people what to expect. I think it's because with Gaia, they've essentially created, like people thought that Amelia was maybe going to be like Varanki, like the Skrull Skrull Empress. So they've kind of put themselves in a situation of crafting a very new vision of a Skrull leader that they, I guess, don't necessarily have a lot to point in the direction of like, this is what's coming next. Um, Fury then calls Ritson on the phone and is like, hey, man, crazy speech that you made. I'm watching you. You better fucking watch it because that speech has inspired, like, militias around the globe to just, like, gun down. People are just killing people. Journalists and... Uh, and politicians, and some of them are scrolls. It's true, but then others are like not, and they're you just. And some like of them kill- are like chill scrolls who didn't want to invade you. Yeah, now all the now all the good scrolls are like going over to the other side, and this is just like all bad, uh, and we need to stop this. Also, can I just say, whoops among us can call the president of America and be like, "You better watch out," and like threaten his life, and Nick Fury's still just standing. Like, again, severe security issues around President Ritson. Like, really bad. Uh, so then, and by the way, that could have been, in my opinion, you can have fixed that with just, like, you show Fury with, like, a cell phone and he puts, like, some gadget on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, or like, some, like, ultimate, super phone. yeah. Or some, like, Or earlier you see Ritson give him a burner phone because yeah, he's something. like, you're the only one who I trust or something. Anyway, so uh, Ritson's like, well, if you love Skrull so much, then tell them to get the fuck mm-hmm. off my planet. My planet is a little presumptuous, President <laughs> We see that Sonia and Gaia, their first kind of mission, I guess. <laughs> That's just happening right now. It's just happening right now is to like find all the scroll labs where I guess what it, what, gra- they don't really go into no. this. But apparently what Gravik had been doing is ha- he had all these like uh, storage facilities of, I guess, powerful, smart people and he was just like brain draining them yeah. taking all their memories maybe and like, that's how maybe they like knew how to do things some of them were really smart and powerful and some of them were like civilians because that would explain how the scrolls had so many different faces like yeah. and so many different personalities that they could kind of drop in and out of but yeah that was an unexpected ending that i didn't necessarily understand the impact of but basically there's a lot more scrolls and humans being harvested for scroll stuff than you thought right and she and sonia says this is how the enemy got so good and you know these rooms are just like there's like 200 people just asleep farting mm-hmm. in these rooms oh it, it would was, stink it terrible also like what about like if they need to like pee and stuff they just piss themselves exactly i think, I think it would be really bad themselves. it would be terrible to be in that room i, I don't want to go there um fury is then going to take Ritson's advice himself and leave the planet. So he's like, okay, I'm going to leave. His spaceship, you see the light come down. What? What is wrong with this man, though? Like, honestly, one, the ending of this, if you've you've ever watched the uh, extremely popular American sitcom called ALF, 
about the alien about life a, form. About a cat-eating alien. Yeah, cat-eating alien who lives with a family. I just want to say the end of this episode really looks like the kind of finale of Alf where he's, like, going to escape to his family. So I feel like they were really... Le- they were like, Alf, that's a high bar of quality for prestige television. But I just need to say, Nick Fury, Carol Danvers, same problem. I understand why they get along so well, Yeah. Both of these people just go off to space anytime their family needs them. They're like, fuck you, (laughs) peace out, I'm going to space. Carol Danvers' girlfriend, Monica Rambeau's mom, she's like, I've been raising our child here. Like, what's going on? I understand, just as a disclaimer with an asterisk, they are not canonically girlfriends, but I've seen the movie, so I I know that they're in love. And like, even as a friend, she's like, hey, what's going on? I spent like all my years of my life raising my daughter and people thinking I'm crazy because I've been saying you're still out there. And Carol's like... Must suck for you. I got to yeah. go back into space. Nick Fury, his wife, his secret wife, he hasn't seen for like five, six years. He's like, oh, sorry, I know I'm back now, but I guess I've got to go back to space again. X-ray vision will be back. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, Eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. For a quick and punchy take on the state of the world and how much longer it can hang on, look no further than Crooked Media's What A Day newsletter. In just a few minutes, you'll be up to speed on the day's top news stories as well as stories that may have gone under your radar. Subscribe to the What A Day newsletter at crooked.com daily. And we're back. So he's about to go back to space, but then Vara pulls up. Uh, and he's like, why don't you come with me? Let's just, like, we, this is long overdue. Let's just go back to space. Let's, like, have a vacation in space. You're from space. I've been living in space. Let's just do this together. And she's like, no, my work is here is too important, which I took to mean, she didn't really explain it, but I took that to mean, like, binding the wounds of the Skrull people who've I been through guess, some sort of leadership. Like there's of the, some kind of leadership. The council, I guess, Maybe taking accountability for, like, being part of Gravik's life and yeah. kind of, like, trying to make things right. She then uh, takes on her scroll form, and he tells her that he loves her the way she is, and they kiss, and, and she looks like a scroll. And then after saying that my work here is too important, she then gets on the spaceship with Nick Fury. Romantic honeymoon. Wait. They're made for each other. She's like, also, peace out. I don't care about these scrolls. Wait, I'm going on holiday. can you to me? Why, did, why in the one line earlier does she say, my work here is too important, and then... The very next thing that happens is she's getting beamed up with Nick to go I to guess, space. I guess the implication is, like, Nick is more important than her work. But also, like, one, this is a very toxic relationship. I just yeah. need to say, like, they do not treat each other well. Two, 
Nick Fury, you can't just go back to space. Like, yeah. you just started a scroll human war. The president just declared war <laughs> on scrolls. You came this down. This is not a war. Genocide. Genocide. Like, the president is saying, we will kill every single I, alien on this and planet. And Nick Fury was like, he came down and he was like, well, guess I've admitted I'll never find a home for scrolls. So I'm going to go back up to space now while the president tries to kill everyone. This seems really bad. And also, like, what about the Avengers? Just give them a call. You didn't even have to pay Chris Evans to pick up the phone and record something over the phone like he was Eric Stephen in <laughs> Eric mm-hmm. in like a talking cat, right? Yeah. You you could have just you could have just literally had a phone call of Nick Fury being like, I really messed up. Like I'm gonna <laughs> need you guys to come and clean up. But no, he just went to space on a romantic honeymoon. Talos is dead. Talos he is didn't make a comeback. Talos. Can I um okay, so I have Here's a dangling thread that I was so sure was foreshadowing and then wasn't. So I don't understand why it's in this. But when Nick and Sonia were talking about the widow's veil, and then, oh he, my and then God. she's like, why don't you get the kind that does the whole body? They have that now. And he's like, no, but this is the beta version. They do have that new one, but I don't have it. It seemed like, okay, here we're going to get the he's widow's gonna veil. He's going to sneak in his Gaia and never see the... it again. I know. Also as well, like, it just makes... Chekhov's veil. Yeah, it makes no sense because, like, that was something you'd spoken about really early on in the series. Oh, how are they going to use the veil? They literally have a power that can give them the same power as scrolls. And we see him use it once going through an airport, and then it's just like, oh, there's even a more fancy one that you could use that changes your whole body. That sounds useful. No. There's not useful. There's no foreshadowing. And instead, we're going to get Gaia pretending to be Nick Fury. It was very strange. Yeah. Now, I think here's the thing that I think could be cool in the wake of this is clearly the Skrulls need leadership. Gaia, I guess, would be the natural one. Vara, if she comes back from space with Nick. (laughs) But, like, you know, we've now, like, established this, like, center of this nation, this nascent Mm -hmm. nation of Skrulls. There's still upwards of a million of them on the planet. Like, that's a cool like, center of power to be reckoned with going forward into the MCU when we know that they're going to unveil mutants sooner mm-hmm. or later. There's now all these other kind of powered folks yeah. who can influence events. And I think if they really tap into that, that could be kind of cool. That could yeah, be it cool. Could, it should be like a world-shifting change for the MCU because this is essentially going to establish what the original Secret Invasion comics established, which is like people won't trust heroes because scrolls can have hero powers. So that's really cool. But honestly, that should have all been established in the show, not as a potential going forward. Who is the the mainstream scroll politician who in full scroll form goes on TV and is like, hey, I know you guys are scared of us, but actually we've been, like, doing really important shit for the American government for years. Like, we put together the Avengers, basically. We put Nick Fury, like, into the leadership of... We did Uh all this stuff, and we're your friends, and we're here to live amongst you. We can live in abandoned nuclear power plants and, like, radioactive dumping Yeah, we don't even need to take your housing. Yeah, we can live, where like, where the worst toxic chemicals are. Just put us there, and can we live there? (laughs) That, That would... Be a very interesting wrinkle going forward. Yeah, I'm very interested to see where they go with it, especially because they went so far from the comics with this one. It will be really interesting to see. And this, once again, if we're talking about long term, you know, you mentioned mutants. This is going to 
or it could, I won't say definitely, this could establish more of that hate and fear that you need I for the X-Men to exist. You have Ritson, who's an anti-alien president who soon will probably become an anti-powered people yes. president once he learns about the Super Scrolls. And then you end up in a situation where you could do, I think part of the reason that Feige and co were cool with Jessica erasing the Sokovia Accords is so you could really have like a mutant registration act yeah. and stuff like that. So it will be very interesting to see where it goes. But also I read there was a great article at marvel.com by Megan Damore about it was like an oral history of the secret invasion comics and in it I learned that Brian Michael is really really good and it's so so in depth and one of my favorite things I learned was that Brian Michael Bendis wanted to originally call the book just scrolls with an exclamation point (laughs) they should have just called this show scrolls and then like you leave secret invasion for whenever you do it like it's 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 a truly one of the biggest flaws I believe is using a comic that even for people who weren't in comic shops, that is one of those comics where you know what it's it was about. A, it was a really cool one. I remember when it was un, unfurling at the time, it was really cool. Here's another, here's another wrinkle for you. What if, like, the first mutant that gets outed is Mystique? Because everybody's already so paranoid uh, about now shape about shifters. scrolls and shapeshifters, right? So all of a sudden they discover this shapeshifter that's not mm-hmm. an alien we only ever seen Loki really be able yeah, to do yeah. stuff like this. And, and like I that, guess and most people like don't know. necessarily know that he's like this yes. godlike character. He's in the Avengers crew. So uh, what if it's that they like flush out Mystique, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, what the hell? There's that's other a pretty folks good call. Around? Also, I do wonder if there's some way that this ties in with the Marvels because even though those characters are not shapeshifters, we are going to see in the wake of this Skrull invasion, we are then going to see these three characters who keep transforming into each other. And if that was perceived by a public who knew about scrolls, yes. they may believe that they are shapeshifters. And today, I'm going to put a mild spoiler warning, well, a big spoiler warning here if you haven't read your Marvel comics yet today. But um, by the time on Friday you listen to this, hopefully you will. They revealed today that shock horror Kamala Khan is alive, as we knew. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah. We, we, <laughs> knew, we were right, but also like uh, Iman Vellani, who plays Miss Marvel, she's right, co-writing the comics, and that was announced recently. And the interesting thing there is she's going to be mutant and inhuman. Wow. So I think we could also see something coming in where the inhumans do get to be a part of the MCU. And I think the the Marvels could be that big, important story that people have kind of been waiting for this year within the MCU. So it'll be interesting to see. I mean, you think Ritson is hot now. Wait until he finds out that there are aliens on the moon. Yeah, they're just chilling there in like a very weird monarchy and they can give people powers with a special mist. Ransom will be very stressed. Up next, Nerd Out. In today's Nerd Out, where you tell us what you love and why, a theory you're excited to share, or a quick question we can answer, Taryn offers a very timely secret invasion theory. Let's hear it. I have a Nerd Out question slash possible theory about Secret Invasion and She-Hulk. In She-Hulk, we were led to believe Hulk King is trying to get Jen's blood. Is it possible the Skrulls want her DNA or are Hulk powers too close to the strength Skrulls already have? It just feels like someone trying to steal Jen's DNA is too similar to the Skrulls using DNA to become super Skrulls. Love listening to you guys. Love the podcast. Taryn, I love this question. Yes. Because She-Hulk was not in the end game battle for Earth. So it would make sense. It would make a lot of sense. somebody may have been 
involved with the Skrull's plan. And because Jen is stronger, we learn in She-Hulk, it she can control it. That's so right. if you were going to have a Hulk DNA, she would be the better, more useful DNA to have. Um, I love the idea that that there are other scrolls in other shows that we just have not. Exactly. We have not unveiled yet. I still believe that Kingpin is a scroll. Uh, it would make Shit. so much sense <laughs> with how he came in with those powers. Um, so I love that theory. It's really cool. Yeah, I think that's so fun, Taryn. I think this could be a we were right for the ages, so we'll yeah. have to see soon. And if you have theories, passions, or a quick question that you want to share, hit us up at x-ray at crooked.com. Instructions in the show notes. That's it for us, Rosie. Any plugs? Uh, you can find me here on X-Ray Vision. You can read my newsletter, which is Rosie Recommends. You can find the link to that at my Instagram, which is Rosie Marks. And you can read cool comics that I've read if you go to my website, which is rosienight.com. Catch the next episode of X-Ray Vision Wednesday, August 2nd, when we'll be talking about Invincible Season 2 and other stuff. You can watch full episodes of the podcast on YouTube. You can also check out our Twitter at XRVPod and our Discord to hang out with cool fans who love all the same stuff as you. Five-star ratings, five-star reviews. We five, need five, them. We got to have them. You got to give them to us. Here's one from Abib2. My favorite podcast. I've been a fan of Jason for a long time and couldn't ask for a better co-host than Rosie. Aww. Love y'all's energy and chemistry and deep comic Star Wars knowledge. Seriously, you guys brighten my day and make me smile every time a new app drops. Thank you. Oh, thank you. X-Ray Vision is a Crooked Media production. The show is produced by Chris Lord and Saul Rubin and executive produced by me, Jason Concepcion. Our editing and sound design is by Vasilis Fotopoulos. Video production by Delon Villanueva and Rachel Gajewski. Social media by Awa Okalati and Caroline Dunphy. Thank you to Brian Vasquez for our theme music. See you next time. Since you enjoy listening to us, we would like to recommend a new podcast you may like. Still watching from award-winning television critics at Vanity Fair takes you into the fabulous and fun world of And Just Like That. Join Vanity Fair's Richard Lawson, Hilary Boosis, and Chris Murphy as they recap each episode of the iconic Sex in the City update. Whether you love it, whether you hate it, each Thursday, Still Watching will feature a lively discussion of And Just Like That, plus interviews with the stars of the show. Make sure you're following Still Watching, available now, wherever you get your podcasts. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.